Uh, also, the yeah. guy who saves him dies in one of my favorite ways. <laughs> I don't know what it is about people being sliced, and then there's like a moment, and then they fall to pieces that I just yeah. like get Rose a kick out of. Yep. I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're, we're here. The goals next, next door. door. Let's make these stuff. Like giant slabs of wood flying dramatically at your car as you drive towards them. Yeah. Like a yeah. little Goldberg machine of death. Um, yeah. Making it's what you don't want. want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, you were supposed to die. And now I have to clean up my mess says god yeah which seems more like their problem than mine you know it's yeah rude. at the I end of the day like, like look at me be great <laughs> i survived why do you gotta ruin it <laughs> yeah. we're having such a good day like why even let me survive if murder me again yeah that's it just question. seems messy at the end of the day yeah it seems like death is not good at their job and they've been doing it since forever so yeah. then I think it's not. It's not a sloppy thing. It's for fun. Yeah, Death they're bored. Got bored. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about one of my uh, favorite series growing up, uh, Final Destination. Yeah. I think it stuck with a lot of us. Um, yeah. Yes. It unlocked new fears we didn't even know we had or needed. Um, just and basic life. Yeah. It, all, it just takes really like mundane things. At least in the first one. Some of them were just like really ridiculous. We were like, I don't think I need to worry about that. But some of them, like at least the big events that happen at the beginning are all like super reasonable things that could take place. It's more like when Death's trying to clean up his mess that you get mm-hmm. like, we would have been fine. What are you doing? <laughs> like that would never happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for a series, it's interesting that this one did, you know, pretty well with itself through the first three like that doesn't usually it disintegrates by three and even sometimes mm-hmm. two it's like why do we do that and absolutely like we didn't need two or three but yeah. two is like people when people think of final destination they think of the car crashes the pile yeah. more than they think of flight 180 for sure they yeah. think of the log truck <laughs> they think like that had some of the more memorable deaths though i will say like rewatching one i was like oh okay yeah i do remember those but the ones that stuck with me are from two and three for sure yeah no they're just like <laughs> they're, they're haunting and like the the rapidness and like kind of the inevitability that it presents death in uh mm-hmm. and it just is really effective in terms of horror like the f- the first one's a little silly but a lot of the when they are doing it simply instead of like really complicating it they're really satisfying <laughs> to see like how death could get you you know yeah it definitely promotes agoraphobia right mm-hmm. like the fear of leaving your house and yeah. it it was always fun like the way that it would set up the deaths or or how it kind of trick you into thinking it's going to do like it goes all out like oh we're gonna trickle this little bit of water near this outlet it's always water and outlet they love water and an outlet 
Um, (laughs) so that it's always trickling water. Um, someone slips on it and, but you always think it's going to be this one way. And then as the person's working to not do that, like trying to survive what, you know, shenanigans have taken place because of that, it's in that, that they end up dying anyway. So that's the ultimate plan of death in the first place, which again, just confirms like all of this is a game. Like you don't win, which it's like. You know, we talked about how Predator is a slasher film. This is a mm-hmm. slasher film, too. We just don't have a face for our villain. Unless, yeah. you, unless you are one of the believers that Tony Todd is deaf this whole time. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, I think I think it really plays upon little things build up, for sure. Where it's always just like one little mundane thing that in any other circumstance, you'd probably just be like, fine. It's like if you leave... A, a leak in your house too long mold mm-hmm. will grow you yeah. know yeah so it's just creating more and more mold that's going to kill you quicker than you thought maybe yeah um, as you said with the water outlets and other like ridiculous it was like things that would be so small like would not be a big deal but all combined together turn into a big mess and I guess that's like the horror of human error because that's just like some well, yeah one tired person in this scenario and they've let the entire ship sink because their action has like facilitated all these other smaller actions that cause like these really horrific death scenarios yeah i'd say i really love like we're gonna we're obviously gonna jump into them if you haven't seen any of the final destination films like well i don't know what you're missing you like you're i don't know what you're doing by not watching them they're amazing i mean there's there is a lot of gore especially uh the second one has a good deal of it um so if if gore is not your thing i can absolutely see why it is it is a really suspense like stressful suspense filled film and and even with like because the path and like the way that death has to set up these deaths to almost seem like well they do seem like freak accidents Mm -hmm. um even though there's gore, it's kind of from this, like, comedic point of view, uh, though not overdone. Like, it's not, like, uh, Evil Dead level blood where it's like, that's not yeah. how bodies work. <laughs> it's not what a body would do. But uh, it, it's like that, just, like, a little towards the more believable side. Like, it still isn't entirely what a body would do, um, but it's not stretching it so far that we're like, oh, this is, like, absurd. But it's also absurd enough that it, like, I feel like you could watch it and not be stressed, like, that this is gonna come Well, yeah, it really just only play, like, these movies would be so dumb if it didn't do so well, the, like, audience helplessness in watching Mm-hmm. Like, cause you can't do it. You see all these little things happening and you know, what's going to happen to these characters and you see them like not picking up on it. And you're just like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. The leak is right there. You just have to look at it. And it's, I guess it really just like successfully plays upon the audience. And if that didn't exist, they'd be really dumb. Like plot wise, stupid. Like, yeah they're they're dumb uh but that's what's fun about them in a lot of ways is that like you don't really have to think too hard and you can just enjoy like this nonsense that's taking place but is like very fun to watch because you're like yelling at the screen like don't what are you doing yeah and it's such a fun way to do that too like it and it's in a way that like 
I feel like people are less likely to get mad at you for doing it, you know, because mm-hmm. people get mad when you talk to the screen. But this is a film that really encourages that because you're like, oh, look behind you. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Pay attention. And it's just yeah. like, it's easy that like we just get caught up in our lives um, and it could be really fun. A fun story that Kat and I experienced uh what actually like kind of triggered this whole series was um, we were visiting my mom and she was like, oh, we're going to watch a movie tonight. No scary movies because you know mm-hmm. she's hanging out with us. Out <laughs> <laughs> and we we're like, yeah, yeah, we had no intention of doing that. And then, of course, we saw that Final Destination was on. And we were like, well, we have to watch. Yeah, it's Final the Destination. Wall. It's like, on TV. That's that's the fate intervening. Yeah. It's yes. saying you must watch. The film that is now on. Uh, yeah. And, it, you know, because it was such a staple of our childhood, too. And it was things that, like, yeah, I caught that on TV. Like, I, I've never watched a Final Destination film in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, it's on FX now or something, you know? Oh, like my it, God, yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> FX, sci-fi, whatever it is. It's and it'd be on. always, like, the, the whole series, so you'd watch the whole series. So we end up watching Final Destination. My mom is a little peeved uh but in a comedic way she's like of course you're gonna make me watch this horror movie but the in final destination the first one it really plays up like the premonition like he sees stuff like you know starting to math (laughs) he starts like to to tie it up but there's like a storm uh during the the first uh death murder like you know Mm -hmm. after the uh, avoided event and that's of like the guy's best friend and so as he's like at home there's a storm and the storm is triggering certain things that would have him now curious as to like oh what it, how is my friend doing I feel like something might be going on right like mm-hmm. my senses are tingling and uh there was a storm happening where we were and so in the film when lightning would crash like we would see that outside the window and then we'd hear like the thunder and we're mm-hmm. like it was it was so weirdly timed that it, it felt like we were in it and we were all getting like looking at each other <laughs> like um this anyone is, else feel weird we're, we're watching the guy math you know yeah. the math is mathing and we're sitting there like is the math is it, mathing are here? we the math are is we it the happening math? <laughs> is the is math happening now in the room with us right now i was never good at math what's happening <laughs> Are we okay? And we were. Fine, yeah. And, and then we did at one point hear a thump. And we're like, my mom was in the middle of the woods. So, like, that's not always a good thought. Like, it's not like there's a neighbor coming by to see what's up. That's not how that works. And yeah. so my mom, like, got up and, you know, cautiously opened the door and it was this uh, little kitten. So it was okay. It was an animal. But it still was like, we were all like, oh no. Yeah, Death the is here. Of it. <laughs> like, they're knocking. It's our time. Death has come for us. Uh, this was the warning. The warning was the film, and we didn't heed it. And now yeah. look at us. Maybe we did die. And it, it was like the same day I drove like <laughs> ten hours time, to get yeah. to her. So it was like very We're fresh. Yeah. I'm so glad it was that we watched the first Final Destination and that we didn't watch the second one until after we were already home because there's yeah. no way I would have gotten in that car. Yeah. <laughs> that was the premonition. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Um, excellent. Yeah. So um, for folks who are unfamiliar with the Final Destination franchise, uh, essentially uh, how it plays out in every film is that some disastrous thing occurs. In the first film, it, there's a plane explosion 
um, upon or roughly after takeoff. Mm-hmm. The, in the second one, there's a, a mini car pileup on the highway. On the third one, it's that a uh, a roller coaster m- mishap happens, causing pieces to fly all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth one is uh, there's like a, a race car. Uh, what what is it? They introduced NASCAR, NASCAR ish, yeah. but like hometown yeah. small NASCAR, and yeah. uh, one of the cars causes an accident that like takes down the audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if we needed any of that, but it exists, <laughs> and it's like there really was like an actual like uh situation similar to that so it's not a far fetch mm-hmm. uh it's just like i don't know if like when i'm thinking of big disastrous things that's what i point to um and then yeah. the fifth one that's the number the fu- you know the fifth one is um a bridge one. that is collapsing is a big old bridge and so all the cars yeah. and the people on it are going down so Essentially, something horrible is happening, but somebody who is involved in that experiences it, sees it play out, sees their own death along with everybody else's in horrifying fashion. Um, yeah. Sometimes horrifying in like that, like the way that it's done, but then also horrifying in the graphics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at you, number four. Um, and then uh, they wake up, and it's right before this event is supposed to happen, and so through their panic of just experiencing massive loss in their own death, uh, they, you know, throw a fit, have a panic, and and cause a number of people to leave the situation with mm-hmm. them, uh, which then causes the event to still happen, this time taking different lives. Um, and so everyone's like, oh, okay, so you saw what was going to happen. Uh, yeah. But then they're like, whoa, that crazy coincidence that was. Let's go back to our lives. And then they find out that, no, they were supposed to die. Uh, This intervention is not good. And it means that now they um, are getting picked off by death, one by one, in in some order. Uh, It changes up as we go and for why and for Mm -hmm. how. And uh, it's always really elaborate uh, deaths that like you see the pieces lining up like we explained and then uh, it's supposed to look like a freak accident but somebody's seen the pieces and there's always like more premonition elements whether it's like um, you know the boy in the first one mathing in the storm and looking at like a magazine that says like shower curtain kills or something you know like yeah. <laughs> you see something and it adds up and then in the second one she was having like visions and the third one she was seeing the pictures that she took throughout the night mm-hmm. the fourth there's one... always like signs for it the fourth one is the worst one because one there's like <laughs> so let's get bad. all the worst people together and make them have to talk to each other it's just like <laughs> and make us care about them it's such a yeah. stupid film yeah the fifth the fifth one was stri- was reaching there's a lot there was it was a weird Thing. I do think it's quite interesting that the, I'll also talk about like the ways that people are trying to figure out a way out of the, the new, <laughs> like out of death's book essentially for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I do think it's quite interesting that it took five movies for someone to come up with that, um, yeah. with what they came up with. But uh, before I get ahead of self, I will just, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the films a little bit order. And then I do want to talk about some of the, um, we'll bring up like 
how the people are trying to figure out their ways to get it and what makes the film good or bad, that kind of stuff. Um, Kat, do you want to say anything before we dive in? Um, Just that, like, and when I, I might bring up some facts throughout that are loosely facts in that uh, none of it's like, they're scientific theories, not scientific proven things, uh, as well as uh, just like premonitions in general get a lot of slack. Uh, in terms of people just not thinking they're legit, uh, despite like lots of people experiencing that phenomena. Uh, mm-hmm. And it like, not maybe at the same level of final destination, like, oh, we survived this thing because we had this like detailed dreams. But there are clues around you in life generally that yeah. if you are observant enough, it's not even like mystical times. It's literally just like, oh, you are very observant and you're picking up on the clues that the universe is leaving and you just act upon them. Yeah. So it, the film itself is just like a honoring of trusting your gut. If you have a bad feeling, that feeling's probably real. Mm-hmm. Trust it. And then don't do that thing. And then even if it wasn't like, aren't you glad yeah. you're fine, you know, because yes. there's a time you might not be fine. So it's good. Yeah. yeah that's my, and you know, there, you know, there, I, I also think there's a level of that, like knowing of yourself too. Um, cause if you're someone who's, who does have agoraphobia, right. Uh, mm-hmm. the odds are you're not in death's plan, right. You're like in that way, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Death isn't coming for you in the way that they are for this film. Um, so if you are agoraphobic or you have something that like keeps you from doing things because of that fear, absolutely. Like talk to your therapist. Go yeah. Your judge steps. versus like anxiety versus this seems legit. You just have, yeah, yeah. Like a gut, like. I'm not saying don't go live uh yeah go live (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but also recognize if you like see one or two things and it's like oh that's suspicious yeah it might be yeah and it's okay to like protect yourself like no one should be mad at you for doing that and uh yeah I you know I would love in the future someday for us to do like a glitch in the matrix Mm-hmm. like episode um just because i find those stories really fascinating and like the videos that even if they're they could they're most likely lies uh yeah i get i'm like yeah <laughs> that's cool or um, i had a dream and then i was i woke up and it felt like five years later i find those really fascinating yeah too. things like advice. that or like you remember so like not so much the mandela effect but like it, similar where like mm-hmm. I remember this thing that someone said and then they're like I never said that and then three years later it's happening and it's like because oh, you saw it um I love that stuff so I, mean, I have some of those actually so okay. that'll be fun uh, so we get a little dabble of it um yeah. yeah so like I said the first one is like foundational in in the world of uh final like in horror and just like suspense thriller world mm-hmm. it's from 2000 uh which says a lot the fact that it is like a plane crash right uh a mm-hmm. little premonition of itself which is also weird because in the third one is it the third one there is a lot of like random nods to 9-11 <laughs> and i don't know why yeah. um i didn't bother looking up but if somebody knows let me know um but the yeah. first one it's 2000 so uh people are allowed to do plane crashes it's not like what happened to lilo and stitch where they had to redo the whole ending sequence mm-hmm. um so uh what i found really interesting is like you know that that, that it is based on um the creator uh the writer totally blanking on his name i'm gonna look it up right now 
uh, directed by James Wong. Uh, oh, Jeffrey Reddick. So, um, who's kind of kind of keeps with with things most of the time. But Jeffrey mm-hmm. Reddick saw this article about a woman who had had a bad feeling about a flight. And so she didn't, or her, no, it wasn't that she had a bad feeling. It's that her mom called her. She was supposed mm-hmm. to get on a flight and her mom called her and said, hey, uh, I don't feel good about this flight. Do not get on that flight. Yeah. And she's like, all right. <laughs> like, all right. I don't know what their relationship is, but she trusted that. So she didn't get on her flight. And that one did end up having a malfunction um, that could have cost her her life. Or, yeah. So um, he like read that and was like, okay and then ran with it yeah (laughs) um and you know i i've definitely heard that story too before like uh my own aunt has has told me once that she had like this weird feeling about a flight and decided not to do it uh and it ended up being you know not a great flight um things like that like people have had Especially about flights, like that's a scary time. We were <laughs> like, meant you to be, be in, in the a good... sky. Yeah, you got to be in a good place to be up there and be that's like, a test good. in and of itself. Um, <laughs> I've flown before, but do I think I should be up there? No, just like I don't think we should be in space. Just like I don't think we should be in the ocean. There's lots of things where it's like, why would we go? That seems that seems like a bad plan. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I think if like I under like I understand the fear of planes like people who are afraid of planes like it is like very incredibly infrequent like it's more likely that you're gonna like firstly get into a car accident secondly have a shark attack or something but like i get it like it is a very scary thing (laughs) and so like like when i feel a lot of anxiety about driving i love that pretty much every single person like besides my mom has been like that's a valid fear yeah cars <laughs> like, are scary that's a giant like, metal box yeah, of and fire you're just going like, very far like very fast and, fast and you are a small box like you know it's very mm-hmm. valid to be afraid of cars especially because it's like it's not you it's everybody else around you right so mm-hmm. it plays on that kind of fear uh it also like it 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 goes in the same thing as like most slasher films when it's like teenagers right you're losing (laughs) friends or acquaintances people you know um being brought together by this tragedy and then it also plays into like the suspense like uh i feel like this happened in scream it happens in a lot of slasher films where as people start just dying Mm -hmm. (laughs) then the main character starts looking very suspicious because they're the one who's trying to like stop it so they're always there in the wrong time you're conveniently at the scene of a death like are you murdering people like is this a serial killer situation yeah and it's like can i murder people with circumstance like i don't think i can (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) i'm just bad yeah like extreme so uh essentially this way he inadvertently saves some folks but all of his class that was his french class that were going to france uh are gone and mm-hmm. um so as he starts to figure out that uh death is coming for them uh he finds out that they it's coming for them because the in the order that they would have died in the plane explosion and he knows mm-hmm. that because on the tv they showed the the explosion situation i was like that's crazy the news was nuts um yeah. the news is still nuts like i have seen a, i have literally seen people die <laughs> on screen like literal people dead so i get it like we yeah. don't people pretend that the the news is soft but it doesn't they they're like yeah, oh, no, i hope they children are like, asleep 
Yeah, like they show horrifying things in there all the time. Usually, honestly, without trigger warnings. So yeah, it's a <laughs> like oh, here's something horrible. Oh, yeah. dang it, it's too late. So I've already it's in my end now. Yeah. Um, and then also the internet. Like I think if Final Destination happened today, all of it would have been on TikTok or something. Um, oh, that would have been fun though. Like I do feel very strongly that if the zombie apocalypse were to happen today, we would first start seeing videos of like random stuff happening on TikTok. Yeah. Like, it'll be someone like, well, this weird thing where this person was in their car and it looked like they were dead and then they got up and, you know, like. Yeah. And it would be months. Of, yeah. So that's. <laughs> we would know mind. ahead of time. It wouldn't be like the whole really rapid response. Like, people would be seeing it happening live and we wouldn't lose the Internet as fast as people like to, like, say that they do mm-hmm. in these zombie movie scenarios. And so, like, it, a lot of it's a lot of it just goes and we're just there. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I, so think I agree. We would TikTok have. will be the method of communication until we have like another social media platform yeah. to pave okay. the way. <laughs> Whatever we make up next. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, they he he sees how the explosion would have happened. He remembers how it would have happened, and then he gets the flight manifest, so he knows where everyone was sitting, or he like writes it down. I don't know from memory. Mm-hmm. Good on him for remembering stuff. Uh, yeah. That's why he was chosen. And he figures out who's going to be <laughs> he's next. He's really good at math. <laughs> he's very easy mathing. And uh, so he tries to, like, intervene and, like, stop them. But what he finds out is, like, when you, like, if you, if death comes for you the second time and it doesn't get you, it goes to the next person. Um, yeah. But it kind of leaves at the end. As if, like, oh, okay, then we're good. We escaped it the second time, so we Gucci. Uh, yeah. And that's not true. <laughs> he just he just comes back around. Uh, yeah. He's like the It Follows monster. Just yeah, like, he goes through his rounds, and then he comes back. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, the Truth or Dare film. Yeah. Where it was like it had to go around, so then she Truth or Dared the whole world, so it would take forever to get back to her. Yeah. Smart. Genius. Honestly. Yeah. Genius. The TikTok would do that to you, too. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, the ring, like, yeah, literally. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he figures it out, and that's so that's what they figure is just like, fi- like, try to predict death's plan and then not don't die. Yeah, is what he decides. And most of the there's like three of them alive, and then they're in France, uh, and their third person dies, and so they realize, like. Oh, it's coming oh, back. It's back. So then they go <laughs> into hiding. Um, so then the second one is the one of the more notorious runs where it's the, the car pile up and it has um, this truck full of logs that go by and she like sees them <laughs> and they're like songs on the radio. It's like Highway to Hell. Um, there's like all these like little, little signs about yeah. um like something's going on something yeah things you would remember yeah if you yeah there's like a guy who's drink drunk driving and it says drink responsibly on the truck yeah Um, another guy doing like coke on coke (laughs) there's a girl who flashes them yeah so like everyone's being the most reckless like driver ever it is a nightmare like if i saw (laughs) one of those things happening i'd be like i have to get off at the next exit like yeah i I was texting you i was like uh if this is at the high if these are the people who are on the highway with me i don't need to ever be on the highway again because like what 
They're doing all the worst things that they could be doing while driving. Yeah. It's, it's like, what mess. are the odds that you have every worst, like, terrifying driver that ever exists? Yeah. Um, one fun fact, uh, there's a notorious, like, the the log scene. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're watching on YouTube, we have a GIF of it. Um, well, if the logs were, like, if in, in reality, if this log track were to happen, they would just kind of, like, fall and, like, skirt in a way. They would just kind of, like, fall kind of launch off of the the truck um Mm -hmm. but jeffrey reddick was like no (laughs) they need to bounce because they have to come into the car so they're they're doing what these things would not do so it's just like as a fun fact that they had to like cheat and make them bouncy and that's not what they would do Uh, just so they can come straight through your front yeah what a crazy amount so they would just fall and then roll i guess yeah, they would just be like, you know. That seems like, right. You know, they wouldn't boing. <laughs> yeah. uh, they don't do that. Uh, yeah, they're not bouncy balls. So, uh, yeah, just, just remember that. Uh, in the second one, uh, our uh, protagonist is a woman. All her friends die um, while after she's, like, saved everyone and after, like, the car accident happens, they die. But she remembers they were the last to die. Mm-hmm. So in this case, death is working backwards for funsies. Yeah. Um, she's also, like, I have a list. We just flipped it over. It's fine. Yeah. Like I just got, I'm cleaning up, you know, from where I was. Random um, number generator. Yeah. <laughs> and she uh, contacts Clear Rivers, who is uh, the only survivor from the first film. Uh, and we find out like through like, uh, a newspaper article that the protagonist from the first one he they finally left the house after like three months and then a brick just fell and killed him mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like it was the most lazy answer that, yeah, like, like wow death you didn't even give him a warning so like, lazy so um he's like i'm done playing with y'all and so then she clear uh locks herself up in a unit and there is a whole discussion there of like you know uh the protagonist for this one is like will you survive like you beat it and she's like, beat what? <laughs> I live in a yeah. padded room, girl. Like, what, what did I beat? I am miserable. Am I living? I'm alive, sure. Am I living? <laughs> no. Uh, which then, you know, prompts her to be like, all right, let's fight death again. Oh, sure. Um, I don't know. I just feel yeah, like, still don't I don't want to so. die that way. You know, like, yeah. it's really gruesome. I don't want to do it that way. But it won't, <laughs> death won't let you die if it's not like your in turn. In a nice way, yeah. It, but also if it's not your turn in the order mm. um we learn that in this one where uh a guy tries to like shoot himself um several times with the hole and every single one of the bullets were duds or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like that's not likely and it's because it wasn't his turn and god is or not god uh death is um a diva just a straight yeah. diva he's, he's got a vision lawful evil i guess or lawful. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, let, lawful in either way. Yeah, so. I I feel like this is getting into the evil section because you don't got to do all that. You don't yeah. got to do all this. You like you give us a heart attack or something. Like you could do some. Yeah, like, in a the lot sleep, of the deaths, you know? you're like, um, it really didn't need to be that loud. I get it. We're so <laughs> sorry for not going out how you wanted in the really brutal, horrible way. Um, we couldn't just like let me go sweetly into the night. That's not. Yeah, I can't just an go to sleep option. and not wake up. Um, that would have been cool. Thanks. But like no. or a quick gunshot that I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, you that know? wouldn't be in a movie though. 
Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day. I get it. I get it. But also, it's like, who's who's showing them these visions? Like, who's showed them the first vision? Because now it's like, it has to be death playing games, right? But then secondly, they keep getting visions. Like, for me, I was like, why was the main girl in the second one getting visions who are they from and no one is asking that and what was just like driving me crazy was it wasn't just premonitions for how other people might die it was also how she could cheat it and i was like okay what (laughs) what is going on uh what is the one in the trial where nixon they had the voice in the parking garage and he spoke all gravelly uh, as the like person who gave you the clues to solve the case, I don't remember what their name was, but it's like that. It's like, like, like I have no idea what's going on. Uh, so in the Nixon administration, he did a cheat, and the whole thing is he had a secret informant who told him stuff, or, their, or the person who was trying to solve it, Watergate, yeah. tried to solve it. They had a secret guy who would tell them stuff, uh, right. So it's like, why are you doing that? Um, but yeah, who is the secret guy telling the protagonist the stuff? You know, right, who's their that's the connecting man. piece. Right, exactly. <laughs> you have ADHD. Oh, wow, that's fun. <laughs> well, a little history lesson, everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is. It is a big question of like, who is that? Who is feeding her the visions? Because I, I could see the visions for like the others, like how he's gonna like you know mess things up because that's fun like for death that's fun because it's like oh i made this like escape room now i can kill you worse yeah (laughs) yeah like i made you an escape room but it's not really an escape room and because like he get like death gets to be wild more like more wild every time so you just like keep making it fun right oh my god are we all sims in this absolutely and it's like like, death is locking people in rooms yeah, and then just taking the the stairs off of the pools. Like, Teth is yeah. doing that to us. And so she gets, like, this vision that, one, uh, Tony Todd, I forgot to mention, is in both of these films. And mm-hmm. he's a, a morgue, mortician person. He's mm-hmm. a, there's a word for what he is. I think I? it's mortician, isn't it? No, he was, like, the, um. Oh, where you go to a crime scene and do it? Yeah, like, you grab the bodies. You're in charge of them. Anyway, he's that. And he's he's Tony Todd. <laughs> he's Tony Todd. So he's like, he's playing up the creep factor of just like, you think you know. Uh, Death has a plan. And they're like, how do you, like, I get it. Like, you're a mortician. Death super has a plan. It has like a list and stuff. I could see you believing that. But like, like, why, why do you why believe do you it so hard? Yeah. <laughs> believe it so hard. Why are you telling me this? How do you know? Because you're definitely Death. Mm-hmm. How do you know my name? And he's like, um that's a funny thing related uh yeah in the second one he says her name and she's like how do you know my name and he looks at the camera he straight up looks at the camera and then it cuts and he has like this knowing smile on it i was like okay okay like i feel like that was genuinely tony todd like the human looking at at the audience and being like i know you think it's me i've been death this whole time (laughs) how do you know my name (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, and then yeah. just cuts away like we never he never says like oh because i know all the people who are involved in the crowd like he, he does nothing anyway i knew you were coming but, he yeah. says some stuff about like only new life can be death and so they think this woman who was pregnant and they thought was gonna die in the 
crash was going to uh if, if she gives birth that's a, a life that it wasn't wasn't gonna, gonna happen lost, yeah. it's happening uh turns out she was never gonna die she was great she was fine uh she mm-hmm. got good reflexes uh to save that baby <laughs> she was my favorite she was not playing she was like i cannot believe like they have her arrested to try to like get her so they could protect her and Mm -hmm. she's just like not having she's like i'm having this baby and it's not gonna be in a jail cell so you're gonna get me out of here um she was great and then they find out like uh she can what i thought the people in countdown were gonna do remember Mm. that with the bedeviled yeah uh in countdown where it was like oh this thing is coming for you this is when you're gonna die i thought she was gonna overdose and then they were gonna narcan her yeah and then they they set it up they set it up that she would do that and then they didn't do that yeah it made me so mad (laughs) it it, yeah it just didn't make any sense because like yeah they definitely set it up where like the secret is you die and then you come back and then they never did that and then they never try it again in any of the other movies yeah um it was weird so in this in in the second one she does die she drowns and she's revived mm. and it turns out the oh, whole time okay. that she was that was her thing right so she does do that i'm talking about the countdown they didn't do that anyway in this oh, one okay, okay i see i see in this one she did she died she's revived and they're i watched them. presumably I okay <laughs> uh what i what i really 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 liked about the second one as far as like being a great sequel to the first one is that every single person who was involved in this crash was alive because the people in the first one didn't die when they were supposed to. Mm -hmm. And that was awesome. Like to me, because it was like, this is the, it's now the ripple effect of like death got his, his plan was messed up or their plan was messed up. Mm -hmm. Gender death. Um, death's plan was messed up and uh it's now rippled out so like the every person was either distracted by the new the second death of the first movie people um or were like involved with the death or cleaning up the death or whatever Mm -hmm. and it um, kept them from doing a different thing yeah so it kept them away from them dying at that point and somebody else died instead so now that was like death was like all right i'll get them in one <laughs> i'll get them uh-huh. one shot i'm gonna put them all together and then they didn't die again and he's like stop doing it um <laughs> just like how do they who is sabotaging me and what's really funny is they really hone in on that because like we have two characters um who survive at the end because presumably because she drowned and then was resuscitated so she died and then had new life and so it Mm -hmm. zeroed out what was supposed to be the death um so two people survive but they're they're at the end uh they're at a picnic or like a a barbecue with these other people who were involved like there was because death was coming after them this horrible Mm -hmm. thing happened it was another i don't know how you survived a pileup and then you get back into a car and every single one of us might be dead next (laughs) and like one character says that and everyone's like uh so of course terrible things happen that just takes people out but while that's happening there's a kid there who's trying to like help with the situation and one of the marked ones from this one uh saves his life Mm -hmm. so at the barbecue they learn that that kid is still alive because one of the people who was supposed to die saved his life 
So mm-hmm. he's got to die. He wasn't supposed to be here. And then he does. And that was so cool. Uh, also, the guy yeah. who saves him dies in one of my favorite ways. <laughs> I don't know what it is about people being sliced. And then there's like a moment. And then they fall to pieces that I just like yeah, get a kick out of. Yep. Yeah. So he's the one where it was like a wired fence and it like mm-hmm. and it flies at him. Yep. And then he's like, shoo, 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 shoo. that's why I really love uh, uh, 13 Ghosts when it's like the, and then his like front part came down and you just so see fun. all the inside. Oh, so fun. I don't know what it is about it. It's very fun to me. <laughs> very um, fun. <laughs> fun time so that's yeah. two and i that's why i think is really cool so they fi- they figure out like how to fix it and then like nobody else learns that uh god so death is still like i'm saying god because like isn't it one <laughs> aren't they one and the know. same um it depends on which <laughs> uh, who, yeah who you, who uh, you yeah. think about so death yeah. whatever uh is is doing it again. It's back at it again in the third one, which is also one of my favorites. I think it, it really is a nice spiritual successor to the franchise. It had fun. It has some of the more memorable deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the protagonist of that and the sub-protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found their dynamic really fun because we weren't trying to like play up a romance which is what the yeah, other two they were just did. friends yeah yeah they were genuinely friends and like yeah even when they weren't really friends so they were they end up together and when that's what i re-watching it so there's like a a roller coaster she doesn't feel comfortable going on the roller coaster our main character um uh ramona flowers and mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> she uh and she doesn't want to be at the front and so she ends up next to um, her boyfriend's best friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're not really close. It's just by, like, they both care about these people and they're next to each other. And as yeah. things are spiraling and everybody's dying around them, they are trying very hard to keep each other alive. And it's like, yeah. to the point where she, like, mommy seatbelts him and it's like chaos and she's just, like, holding on for him. And it was, yeah. it, there. and there were moments where like, he's taking care of her. And it's like, this is split second decisions. And mm-hmm. both of these people's instincts are to protect each other. And also the other people, they try really hard. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we didn't really see that in the other ones. Like it was all like, yeah, there were ah, good dynamics you know? happening. Yeah, like they yeah. were genuinely like, let me help you. Like he holds mm-hmm. on to the boy. Like he's holding on to one of the guys as they're hanging upside down and she's holding on to him. And like, they're trying so hard, and I just feel like we never got that in the other ones. Mm-hmm. It's just like we ended up there by like accident, you know? <laughs> yeah, everyone does a really bad job helping in the other ones. Like they actively try and then just really are bad at it. Yeah. Where this one, they get they get to feel like somewhat wins. Yeah. 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 I mean, like favorite deaths in like the second one is like the the dentist office because they really play off like that boy died like three different times and then he mm-hmm. didn't and then she's like the birds and he's like oh yeah birds and they had smushed like that was so rad and yeah. the third one it's just like rampant with memorable deaths that people like hold on to um mm-hmm. like for me it's the the uh the tanning beds yeah <laughs> ghost town. I love it. I love it. So good. Um, yeah. I like the nail gun one. The nail gun. Really and and I also like favorite the... teen drama characters. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I had like the edgy 
kids. And again, a lot of references to 9-11. I don't know what we were doing. And like also to Osama. Like it was such a mm-hmm. weird, I don't. Yeah, it was a really odd call. I guess, were, I guess they were like, we could have done this a different way. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. It was really odd. Oh my gosh. I just what? want to say, so the first one's from 2000. Second one's from 2003. The third one's from 2006. And then the final destination, the fourth one's from 2009. And then the fifth one's 2011. You stupids. Could have been in threes. That would have been so cool. Idiots. Yeah. They um, can't have you have fun yeah. with math. So 2006, I don't know why we're, like, I get it, like, never forget, for sure. I don't know if this is an outlet <laughs> for never forget. <laughs> for this specific, um, yeah. I just, I love the photographs. I love the, like, there is someone walking behind you. Like, yeah. super cool. I like how they use music as, as, like, a warning sign, too. Like, that's happened in a few movies of, like, you notice something's weird because... The music changes and there's some sort of auditory cue. It's like really playing upon like your sensory noticing, sensory mm-hmm. inputs, noticing what's happening around you in a way that's like very satisfying. Because like mm-hmm. if you're sensory sensitive, you're going to pick up on all that stuff. And it's just really cool that like how they play up all the little signals that something's wrong. Yeah. And especially like, you know, when you like notice one thing and now all of a sudden it's like... Like, I, you know, I just got a Honda Fit, and now I notice every Honda Fit. And I'm like, wow, everyone has one of those. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced that in my life. Like, I, yeah. I didn't know what cars were. It's like, the there's least. a scientific term about it. It's, uh, it's, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's, you notice things more when they're on your radar of your everyday, and you'll mm-hmm. start to notice the signs of them. It doesn't mean, like, you're just suddenly experiencing that it's they've always been there they're just more in your like you just notice now peripheral memory yeah exactly so when you're like heightened and you're up and it's just like the universe is telling me something mm-hmm. the universe is telling me something and it is it's like the jeepers creepers song and yeah and sometimes it's just game theory where you just discover a route that was never supposed to be taken and that's okay too um listen yeah. sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah so this one's great because she it's like it's not the order in which i don't remember i think it's back to the order in which they uh yeah the biggest thing that throws them off is that they don't realize the sister was also on uh, the yeah they don't coaster. know who it is yeah so the order gets all messed up because they're like there's two people that were on this roller coaster that we don't know who they are so we don't know if they're still alive or not, to warn us that we should be, like, on the lookout for ourselves. Yeah, and they only find out because it's the sister's, like, good luck bracelet or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not, honey. It's your bad luck bracelet because uh, you died twice. Um, (laughs) So uh, they do find out it's her sister. Um, Yeah, for me, though, it's, like, the two main characters know death is coming. And they have the premonitions because they have the photos. And they decide, okay, we're at, like, you know, the end. We need to see what our photos are. And they decipher, like, his has, like, light flashing in his face. And he's like, oh, like, fireworks. And he looks and he's, like, working this event that has fireworks happening. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, all that there is is this, like, the poster of, like, the town's name. Mm -hmm. And 
where he is is at the like bicentennial of this town and so it's like oh it's probably at this uh, event but also like earlier in the film they were like this guy's like oh it sucks i have the same last name as our high school yeah and so you're also wary him. of him that's the whole thing yeah but they go there i'm like i just don't like if i know like you're supposed to like heed the warning and they're like let's go to the place and whatever i get it <laughs> i get it they're trying to save people yeah. but i was like you don't have to be there but they think that because they they don't have everyone knows about flight 180 mm. but they didn't know how the people in on route whatever it was probably 180 to be honest uh um survived they don't yeah. know about it well because so they like think, they're not so much like these big events like no one interviewed her for the paper where like they interviewed yeah. him because he made a scene yeah in like a very public space that people already have anxiety about or like when yeah. you're on the highway they're just like why are you being weird guy yeah pilots <laughs> have happened you know yeah. um yeah so uh yeah so they don't know and they think oh if it just skips us this like if we get through this one time that got that death is coming for us we're, we're good mm-hmm. and then it's like much longer like i feel like i don't know where death was was like death was like oh i'm gonna take a vacation for a few years because they were living like yeah. in new york living their best life and then they're on the subway and it's like what are the odds that all three of us survivors are on the same train um and then like that would have been a really fun like we could have kept going with them uh, but yeah. then they're just in some mad loop um, yeah dying but she like her premonition comes too late it comes at a point where there's no way out yeah so, so and then just she just keeps doing that it. yeah over and over and some like sisyphean like <laughs> punishment yeah like, it must be the great gods <laughs> you do get this like kind of uh once i like don't even want to talk about the fourth one it's so dumb uh but the fifth one gives you like some nods to why skipping people isn't always like the way out too and there's like a mm-hmm. lot of weird lore things that they introduce like and it's it wouldn't make sense to murder someone who's already in the line given the logic that the fifth one gives you um which is what i think like mckinley was trying to do at the end he was like i'm gonna take you out so that i can live and it's like that's not how it works uh, yeah it just actually, makes it come for you faster yeah because like i was <laughs> supposed to be dead so like you only yeah. got like an hour <laughs> I think it was more for him was, like, revenge and uh, had already, like, resolved that they're going to die. So he just wanted to take him out with him. He wanted power. Oh, that's the biggest thing, I think, for folks in this is, like, you have people who give up, who are ready to just, like, end it themselves. That comes up. And then there's always the people who are, like, bitter. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, why save me so now I can live in fear? I would have rather have died. Yeah, like when you didn't know, and you didn't know that this was happening, and you didn't yeah, even know this could happen. it's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But, like, you know, people in panic will lash out. Mm-hmm. People cope so, in their own ways. Yeah, so that's the third one. Has a lot of fun deaths. But again, stretching, stretching the truth. Because, like, nail guns have safeties. There's mm-hmm. no way for that to happen. And it also stops yeah. after, like, one. Like, you have to put a lot of pressure to get a bunch of nails through in that way yeah but they wanted to do it for fun so they're like what are rules that's fine yeah no we can do whatever we want 
sad for his people. Yeah. I don't think a um, sign will flatten you in such a way either. Like, no. it just doesn't seem like you would splatter out in such a way. No. Probably hurt a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. you'd be, you'd probably die, but I don't think you'd get squished in such a weird Yeah. Scenario. There's another thing with the second one when the dentist boy gets smushed by the glass is like both Kat and I, we watch it two separate times and we both have the same thought because then the next scene is like the mom sobbing because there's like a body bag and we're like, what's in the bag? <laughs> He's just pieces. Yeah. Like I just imagine like, did they have like a broom and they're like sweeping him up? Or it's a dark like... joke. It's a dark joke. I know joke, it's, so, it's, it's so bad. It's yeah. so sad. I'm sorry. Uh, what is We had the same exact thought. I was like, oh, I should not have the thought that it's here. Like, what is it? <laughs> What's in the bag? No. Um, yeah. yeah. There's always like, yeah, pe- people are losing people close to them and they, and then you act a certain way. Um, the second one also has the, the elevator and the lady mm-hmm. gets decapitated on the elevator. What a time. That was fun too. Um, yeah. But that was one where it was like really fun because they thought, like, they called her. To warn her about the guy with the claw, like with the hooks, and then she oh she like overreacted, and that's what led to her death. Yeah. So they did. They did it. They killed her. Um, yeah. By thinking they were like got death. That's why like I think chilling. this is such a big game. It's such a big game, and Death is having so much fun. Yeah. Um, makes me think of um, is it Squid Game? Because <laughs> Squid Game Maybe. is where we learned that there was like all the people who were betting. Oh, betting on like the. Their is that yeah, is that winning. squid game like the rich people with the mouse yeah yeah, yeah yes that game. was good that's what it makes me think of but it's like a bunch of grim reapers and they're like 10 yeah. bucks this one's gonna overreact you know like yeah. 10 skulls <laughs> whatever the current or if we're like in a simulation this is like we're the video game characters and they're just like let's see what we can do they're locking us in rooms and taking the doors off or as you said the pool it's like people are playing sims and we're just kind of living the scenarios that they've set out for us. Yeah, you know, it's like roller coaster tycoon or whatever. And <laughs> we should show the, the TikTok clip. Uh, yeah, with the roller coaster with like the piece missing. Yeah, that's apparently a part of the roller coaster. Yeah, it seems yeah, I sent right. it to Cat. It looks like it's broken, and the person's like, "Oops." Oh, I should tell somebody. <laughs> and then they're <laughs> like, "That's sad. a part of the ride," and you see it, and it like. There's no way. I would never go on this ride. I'm already everyone who's been on that ride has never watched the third Final Destination. Yeah, and I mean, I'm already such a chicken about roller coasters. Like, I'm not brave in that way at all. I'm not brave in general, (laughs) but (laughs) like, and it's okay. I accept it. Uh, It's kept me alive this long. Um, It's just like a scenario. Like, you could not get me on that ride. I would be having a panic attack the entire lineup, and then like, I'm sure afterwards, I'd be like, "That was the most fun ever," but we're not going to do it again. We'll do a different mm-hmm. ride. <laughs> a ride that doesn't yeah. have a piece missing, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, it's just human error. It's like things that you just need one person to mess up to like, and like also it's like you're thinking like people who are supposed to be doing their jobs, but or like repairing things that they shouldn't be repairing and people up above with the money don't want to spend that money. So they're not going to repair mm-hmm. the things. Like, of course these scenarios would happen. Yeah. Like in, in line with, seeing people die on screen like real humans die uh that when i shouldn't that i shouldn't be seeing that i was telling cat like there has been several instances where i have seen videos of people at like an amusement park or a fair or like a um pier something and they've died 
because mm-hmm. of just like one person that they didn't strap them in and it was one of those like they come down tube things and he just floop, and it's like so instant and you're like oh he's gonna be fine no that's it and it's like he went on there thinking he's gonna have a fun time with his friends he's just dead now yeah because it's all like human error it's like just one person had to do their job bad and you know how tired everyone is you know how underpaid everyone is there's yeah, gonna be a lot like of a 14 year old boy like that works yeah like a lot hair. of people are gonna not do their job right and it's like really weird to trust people who are getting paid the least amount of money to do their jobs for them to like feel enthused to do those jobs so really it's the richest problem because they're the ones yeah. not paying people the appropriate amount just like SeaWorld. Every time yeah. any any person who worked at SeaWorld died, it was literally their fault because, like, the upper people's fault because they were hiring people who were not trained to work with animals. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Shamu eat him. Or if you think of, like, all the recent ecological disasters, it's all because, like, someone didn't want to follow protocol and update the parts that they should be fixing or, like, following the rules of, like, what you should be doing to make sure that this is done safely. But because they want to save, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars, they're like... Eh, whatever mm-hmm. the consequences are, they're not going to hold us accountable. So let's just go. Uh, mm-hmm. And then people die because of people doing bad things. So I don't know. Yeah. In that way, when we don't get like the hokey, very ridiculous death scenarios of this film, this film is like very accurate to the fact that it just takes someone doing something wrong to trigger a chain of events that could end in harm towards others. That's why being a person is so exhausting. <laughs> yeah um, yeah but don't forget impact. uh climate change is a hoax according to the republicans it's a, and currently a debate. Debating, what a time. Yeah. oh my god i can't believe it's 2023 yeah do we want to and talk like about the every, fourth like, movies or no i don't know yeah, uh, yeah i will briefly because it is it's horrible the fourth one's horrible they're so bad they're like um, nascar let's make racism Woo! we finally have an yes. opportunity to do racism and it's like why did you want that <laughs> It's Why? yeah, it's super bizarre. There's a lot of choices that were made. It's it the reason I wanted to talk about it is because it's suffering from the like 3D craze. So it, it really played yeah. in on oh we're 3D, right? And we're getting to this point where like just because it's later in years and we have the technology to do different things doesn't mean we have to. So the same thing like in Alien when the later films were suffering where we could see the green screen and we could see that it was like this digital effect Mm -hmm. that we were losing because we weren't using like practical effects and we were just like hamming it up. We thought we were so cool kind of thing. That's what this is suffering from. So it it tried very hard to be a 3D film and it the problem is, is if you're not watching 3D, it's stupid. And it it's like this so weird, dumb. like the visions were like, like they were like word art, you know, like <laughs> when you like you're near word and you have the 3D word art. Mm-hmm. Remember those? It'd be like that. And it's like, but they're swirling. We've yeah. just learned how to like animate in a three dimension, like a four dimensional image. And it's like across, <laughs> you know, and it was like so obvious. Yeah. Um, it also like, I know nothing about NASCAR or, like, car racing other than, like, what I've learned from the Fast and Furious. And it's none of this. So when they were getting, like, when they stopped and, like, they're fixing the car and he put something in the back of the car, like, I had no record. Like, I was like, I don't know what's allowed. Yeah, (laughs) like, is that wrong? Like, did they do the wrong thing? And I think it's more that, like, they drove away with it. That was the issue, not, like, the tool itself. But But I'm like, I don't know why he was even doing that. Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know where the communication fell through. 
yeah. screwdriver a gas tank? I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> exactly. So all of it was a big question mark for me because I was like, yeah. I don't know why any of this is happening. Um, the graphics were really bad. They, yeah, they, they force fed us racism in this really stupid way where they like made this like, I mean, you're, if you're going to have it at a racetrack, I get it. You're going to play up like there's hateful characters, but they did it in such a weird way. Like these people were like, like it seemed like everybody else didn't want them to be that way. And that was mm -hmm. so weird. Like there should be like, and it was forced, like it was so hard. It was so hard. And it was just, it, yeah, yeah, it was gross. So they, they played that up and then they, try to have him do a hate crime uh that character do a hate crime and i just felt really bad for that actor like you have to be this character i like you know mm -hmm. um but then he got kind of hate crimes like the fact that like his character's death was that he was being dragged behind a truck i was like well that is kind of how you know some of those deaths happened um yeah. but i don't know why i don't think any of this had to happen i really don't all the deaths were silly like the, um, I do think the car wash was fun. Yeah, <laughs> she's like trying definitely. to get out and she's like stuck. I was like, that's real. That's real. That's so wild. Like I never, um, the pool is stupid. The yeah. pool was stupid. The pool didn't, that character also didn't, everything didn't need to happen. The whole film didn't make any sense. It didn't yeah. add anything. It was super over the top. The graphics were awful. Well, yeah, there was um, no plot. The way plot. he got the premonitions. Like, the that's not how time. anybody's dreams look like. Yeah. yeah. No, there's just no plot the whole time. And it's like, they were trying to set up plot in the other movies. And I guess they, like, kind of brought it back in the fifth one. But there was literally no plot the whole time. Like, none of the rules were doing what the rules were supposed to be doing. And, like, it just did not make sense yeah. at all. They weren't even really trying to, like stop it like it took them a long time to really even figure out what it was happening yeah and there was never a, a time to like really figure out like they they tried to stop it and then it was coming back like the movie just kept going it kept going for forever mm -hmm. and then it would be like psych <laughs> here's yeah. another premonition it's a little gotchas and then at the end, it was so many gotchas and then at the end it was like, maybe we were supposed to be here the whole time. Like, they said it like they've just made this the most amazing discovery. Like, this gotcha that the audience is going to be like, no, what? 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 Like, and instead we're like, oh. Like, I'm why, so glad that you're Why did they sit through this entire movie in the first place? Right. Like, it was just really stupid. And, like, the deaths yeah. weren't even, like, believable for a lot of them. No. Oh, or, like, no. in the previous movies, like, some of them at least were, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't, nothing made sense. It was not mathing, which is sad because the whole thing is about mathing. And yeah. the so then the last one, well, there's rumored that there's a sixth one being worked on, which will maybe, like, and, and Jeffrey Reddick has said, uh, all the rules we know are going to be gone in the sixth one. Like, it's going to, it's it's not going to follow good. the same format, which might be good, might be horrible, right? Yeah, we'll but the fifth one is such a weird I don't understand like what he he was like he was working at a paper company in marketing but then they had this like warehouse and then he but he wanted to be a chef like it was such a like it was a, a lot of very weird decisions yeah placed upon these characters and I had to like suspend too much belief like I I have to like absolutely not know anything about being an adult person like it felt to yeah. me like the Rugrats wrote <laughs> what adults do like that's what it felt like it like, was like they oh to, they go to they go to job 
they got a job in cubicle and also yeah. there's a factory and yeah. then also you want to be a chef and go to France like it was yeah. so weird and and then like so and the bridge collapse was really silly there's a lot going on it, it was also kind of playing up on the like 3d it, it was the, super yeah. weird it was very weird um it was cute in that there was a lot a lot throughout the whole film references to the four other films yeah that was cool there was like on Lots the you know backs. yeah after the guy died one of the guys died there at like a ceremony for him and there's a picture of him with the car Mm-hmm. from the fourth one and then there's like the flight there's like uh like fl- flying there's car things there's blah, blah blah and this is the first film where there's no reference to flight 180 mm-hmm. there's no reference to this has already happened before yeah they don't have like the pictures with the string on yeah the wall. yeah they can't because they don't have any of that right and you're like oh, okay we're i don't know where we are in time but it seems funky and then we also introduce this idea that Oh, um, Tony Todd's back in this one, and he's also being sus. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he he's like, death, death hates you. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he just leaves. <laughs> he's like, death, death fucking can't stand y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no. And the black guy's like, really? That's, I've gotten three lines. Anyway, um, <laughs> so they just, they come up all by themselves and again i'm very surprised it took five movies for someone to come up with this plot that the way to beat death which is to kill someone who is like to to body swap essentially like Mm -hmm. death needs to fill a quota and so if i kill somebody else who's not me who isn't i get to live right but that doesn't make any sense because god or death kills people anyway like whenever the event happens and someone premonitions away people are dying that were so, who were not supposed to die but have now died and all these people are alive and he still goes after them mm-hmm. so that doesn't make that do, that doesn't make any sense like i just want to put that out there if you get stuck in a death loop of this situation killing somebody else is not going to save your life because death is already killing other people to save your yeah. life it's it doesn't matter you you got to be dead you got to mm-hmm. be dead somehow Right? The only way, I guess, is to die but not die. Yeah, die but when die, it but wants come you back. to, I guess. And then come die back. but come back. Yeah. The only way. We know that now. Um, but they don't know that. Yeah. And so, uh, it's, this did have a, re- like, the, the, the gymnastic death. That messed me up a bit. Yeah. That was a bizarre. I was waiting, and they, they did the thing. They got the water next to an outlet, and she, like, puts a towel down. I was like, go. She had a bad feeling. She should have went with her bad feeling. Yeah. She didn't. And then she like, <laughs> she crunched up into her. And I was like, oh my God. This is why, uh, yeah. what's her name? Simone Biles. Why she's like, I can't do gymnastics anymore. Cause she gets, she gets hesitate. Like she hesitates. Yeah. And so she's like, I can't do it because it's dangerous. It's like life threatening. Yeah. Or like can... your body threatens if you don't, perf- like if you can't, own it and you can't feel confident so if you get like then there's a word for it that they have yeah. but essentially when you start doubting your body and its ability to do those things you can't do it anymore mm-hmm. so she's like paused for like indefinitely yeah. um so her having that like gut feeling i was like oh you should just leave that and then boop what a terror like look it up if you <laughs> you don't have to watch the whole movie you could just look up that scene um yeah. but what's really interesting about this film is they think that they've won because um 
the character who thought, oh, we'll just, I'll kill uh, this guy's girlfriend, the protagonist's girlfriend, because she survived. As far as we know, she survived. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I kill her, then she takes my place, because uh, we think that's what happened earlier. It's not. Um, and then they end up, <laughs> there's also like, she, he doesn't kill her, but he kills a cop who was not involved who was doing his job and uh he (laughs) so they think oh well we killed this guy who killed that guy so we get their death and so we're we're good we're gooch and then they get on a plane to go to france because he's got to go to chef school and who's on the plane but our friends from number one this is flight 180 friend yeah uh so turns out that the first ever death mistake was that bridge which is such a bold thing to, to say yeah. um and that is what caused the spiral out so it, it's like it kind of works it when we're we're thinking of it where it's like okay this bridge happened oops i made a mistake uh but it's kind of fun picking people off in this crazy way but l- let me just clean up my mess so i'm gonna put a bunch of them onto this plane mm-hmm. and explode it but then oops this person now has a premonition and he gets off and then all those people like it rippled out because then all those people who were supposed to die didn't because of those people mm-hmm. so it's like five one and two connect really well actually yeah um and then three was like for funsies there's like a very brief mention of what yeah they're connected for but just for that it's fun and it had like a little like <laughs> after credit scene of like remember all the ways that people died and i was it's like experience that's nice. that's cute. Yeah. like I just, you know what yeah be proud of this insane film that you made because nothing else has been made in that way like for a long time until mm-hmm. like we got like countdown and all this yeah but tell me about some premonitions Kat. yeah so apparently uh there's this thing called quantum entanglement and uh, nicknamed spooky action at a distance i don't know by albert einstein which describes the proven phenomenon of two spatially separated particles influencing each other even over large distances so while the ph- phenomena is like subatomic, academics uh, theorize that the quantum entangle- entanglement could explain phenomena like telepathy or psychokinesis. Um, mm-hmm. And this is in The Guardian. It's an article that basically is like premonitions that turn out to be true. Is there science to explain uh, this taking place? Uh, sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a scientific theory. And actually, like a lot of scientists hate it. They're like, you're dumb. Why would you even think telepathy is real? Stupid. Uh, which is, I don't know. I think it's real. I think it's pretty interesting, I think it's actually. Good, yeah. um, so there are many accounts of crisis telepathy, uh, which is basically people operating around this kind of, what is it called? The entanglement, quantum entanglement, where you kind of sense that something has happened to someone, even though they're not with you. So like, for example, like you just get a feeling that something mm-hmm. bad has happened to someone who you're close with. Uh, so kind of like either predicting or like just being aware when you shouldn't know. So there's just lots of stories specifically um, where someone wakes up in the middle of the night and they just start crying and they just know something is wrong. And then they get a call telling them someone that they love is gone. Um, and my they, did that. Yeah. It's so like, you she know, ahead of time. My grandpa died and mm-hmm. they were completely different states and she woke up in the middle of the night and like woke someone up and then she got the call yeah uh and there's it's like a phenomenon that happens a lot and they think it could happen 
happen because of this uh, quantum entanglement in that like our bodies through existing with these people have connections that span across like far distances and that we can kind of sense when they are no longer here. Um, There's also a connection we can't see like mm -hmm. human eyes and like interconnectedness of like humans and also just like apparently like fungal systems can like showcase how different places are connected even just through energy Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's also like the other version where you can kind of predict something bad is going to happen so uh, even though this theory is kind of thought of as nonsense like not real like people don't think trust it lots of scientists are like this is dumb no Um, (laughs) but there is like there are scientists working on this theory to kind of understand like how our brains function and how we could use premonitions and like telekinesis and essentially like psychicness, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. as a way to predict, but also like communicate with each other without words. Um, there's also this uh, study about sleep, our precognitive dreams. So people have dreams and then like realize something is wrong. Um, Isaiah has those. Uh, mm-hmm. Every single, he's always right. He has a bad mm-hmm. dream with a certain thing happening in it. And then something bad happens to someone. Uh, it's really intense. Uh, yeah. But it says... Grandmother's that, also like that. <laughs> yeah. Where you just wake up and you just know. Um, yeah. I kind of get some gut feelings sometimes. I don't... They're wrong a lot, though. That's just because I have anxiety. <laughs> I have a good gut feeling. I... Yeah. Like, the only time... Like, oftentimes things go bad because I, like, try to ignore my gut feeling about mm-hmm. a person or a thing. And I'm like, no, like... I'm overreacting or let me get over it. And then it's like, no, I was right. <laughs> oh, gut feelings. I'm not debating. Gut feelings are right. Like 90% mm-hmm. of the time. I fully believe that. I'm talking about like, you just suddenly get like really sad. Like you're grieving as if something horrible oh, is happening, right. but you don't have any reason to. Um, and then you're just like, oh, is something wrong? And there's been times where that's right. Like specifically for my grandpa's death, I knew. I knew before it mm-hmm. happened. Uh, but for like other instances, there's been times where I've had that feeling and it's just because I was triggered by something and I didn't pick up on that on a sensory level. And it's like, oh, everything's fine. No one's in danger. That's good. Uh, but the the dreams, the precognitive dreams, there's actually a lot of humans that experience this. Apparently among 178 to 30%, 38% of people uh, have experienced some level of at least one precognitive premonition dream. Um, and these dreams seemingly predict the future and there's like actually like a journal that's like been collected of people who've experienced this and like have been right uh so there's actually rules for deciding that a dream is precognitive uh you must record or tell others about your dream before the dream scenario is fulfilled in real life Mm. the dream must have a significant number of unique details so that it's unlikely to be filled by chance so it's like you have to have that scenario where you're on the road and you see the lady flash her boobs and you see the guy with the drink spill. You know, you have to see yeah. all the things that are like really odd and you just wouldn't remember at a happenstance. Mm-hmm. It's like when she um, knows what song it is and turn like turns and then uh-huh. the song starts playing. Yeah, exactly. So any dreams that are self-fulfilling prophecies or that could be influenced by existing knowledge are not premonition dreams. So essentially it's like if you're just picking up on math, uh, mm-hmm, that's not a premonition. Mm-hmm. You're just picking up on the stuff around you that's trying to warn you. Yeah, you have um, to be like a distance of some sort away. Yeah, and apparently dream telepathy and communication with others via dreams cannot influence the premonition dream. That's one of the rules as well. 
Um, so essentially this comes from, what is it? Sleepfoundation.org. And they kind of go through like a bunch of instances where this has taken place. So and apparently in 1966, a landslide of waste from a coal mine slid into a South Wales village in Aberfan and a local school was destroyed by the landslide, unfortunately killing 144 students and teachers, which is horrifying and horrible. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was a scientist or a psychiatrist specifically that went to the village and actually recorded multiple instances. The, the psychiatrist themselves has like a pretty like bad history i'm not even gonna say their name because they suck uh but they had interesting scientific theories around precognitive dreams and there were over 76 accounts of premonitions of the aberfan landslide uh and that people like knew it was going to happen before it happened like a little girl woke up and told her parents uh her name was errol may at 10 years old uh ha like submitted a dream her parents submitted a dream that she said that something black was going to fall from the sky and cover the school and the school would be gone. Um, and that's literally what happened. That happened before she actually was killed. Uh, and there's lots of other instances. They actually made an entire journal collecting these sources of precognitive dreams. I need to find where the word is that says what it is called. I cannot find it. But essentially, there's a journal that collects all these precognitive dreams in all in one place. And they really mentioned this Alberfan incident because so many people had precognitive dreams before it took place. Uh, another mm -hmm. just like a few fun facts is that uh, Abraham Lincoln apparently had a precognitive dream before his assassination oh. uh, and like recorded it and told it to people. So apparently... Abraham Lincoln reportedly dreamed his own death, and Lincoln's friend and law partner, Ward Hill Lamon, later described the dream as Lincoln recounted it to him, but he essentially dreamed that people were sobbing in his dream, and he went to investigate, and in the White House, he found a corpse dressed for a funeral of, like, another president, uh, and mm -hmm. when he asked the figures in the dream what happened, one reported to him that the president was assassinated, and that uh, in the dream, he recorded like was disturbed and frightened and then he clarified the dream and he said it was some other president but that he essentially had the dream nights just nights before his assassination on april 14th 1965 um there was also like a woman who called in to predict uh kennedy's assassination for some reason assassinations have a lot of precognitive dreams beforehand um but it's like a lot of phenomena around it um and the people are like looking into it. There are scientists who are like looking into what it is and trying to figure out like why humans have precognitive dreams as well as just like gut feelings that in are influenced by the world around them that have kind of like precognitive accuracy. Like we find the math and we're accurate in predicting what's going to happen or just like our subconscious indicating what's going to happen. So lots of like things that you can't really understand or explain. Fully, mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. around the topic of what final destination kind of covers is like trust your gut if you have a vision about something it's a precognitive dream sometimes there'll be real sometimes there won't be we'll kind of you kind of have to play it by ear but there's apparently rules about it which was pretty interesting yes um i just want to say one clarifying thing 
You said 1965 for the death of Abe Lincoln. Oh. 1965. <laughs> I, num- I mix up numbers. There's a word for it. I have a very hard time saying numbers in the right order. No, it's all good. Uh, um, yeah, just, I yeah, in case someone's like, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. No, seven. it's it's an episode with Degrassi. Liberty Van Zan has the thing I have, whereas where you mix up numbers, you can't say the numbers in the right order. It's like dyslexia, but for numbers. <laughs> no so way. thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't um, even realize. No, all good. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the I think it's such a great and fascinating idea, and it's like, it seems to have a lot of fun. I love, I do really enjoy films like horror films especially when it's clear that the people who are creating it are having fun which Mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why I really love the Evil Dead show because it to me feels like probably one of the more fun writers rooms because it just I imagine they're like what could we do to the human body how could we (laughs) get pounds and pounds and like gallons and gallons of blood and gore in this space this small like how how could we cover them in this um and that just seems fun. It seems like they're having fun. And so I feel like kind of this nation is that too. Like, let's be wacky and silly. Um, and when it's in the right hands, it could be really good. And then also, like, it's it's genuinely a really suspenseful and fun film um, in other ways too. So mm-hmm. highly recommend. But, um, yeah, and this is one, I think this is one we can say that people can watch because it's not on the... Oh, it's not on the... But, um, oh, okay, that's good. I thought it was, and I was like, you're telling people to watch the movie while you're doing that. <laughs> um, well, that's good, no, it's not. Yeah. But, you know, it's... They're old films, so I'm sure you've seen. And um, if you haven't, you've now just heard all about them. So, mm-hmm. uh, very interesting dance. Look, just look them up on YouTube. <laughs> that's that's really all you need. Yeah. Uh, and then we have one more left in our franchise series. It's going to be a fun one. I'm going to lose my mind. And then we're moving on to a new series for the spooky month, October. Mm-hmm. You know, our our season, our mm-hmm. best season. It's our, it's us. It's time for mm-hmm. us. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, don't get married. Treat your kids. And if they if they don't, they're gonna come back a different way. Mm-hmm. It's time has to a go. Plan, I guess. It's time yeah. to go. Get out.